Big primary day yesterday. And those who have come out victorious are going to lead to some very interesting fights. Jennifer Ruth Green in the first Republican will go up against the incumbent Democrat, Frank Mervan, forcing Democrats to spend in that district. The question is, is the fight the same in the seventh? Angela Grabowski has won the primary absolutely and without question taking, well, all her opponents to task in this race. A huge win for her. Taking on now Congressman Andre Carson, who won his primary. He did have two challengers. The question is, what does it take to win the 7th? How do you convince people of the 7th District that you simply don't need Andre Carson for the future? Angela Grabowski joins us right now. Angela for Indiana.com. Uh, Congratulations on uh, the, the victory, Angela. Uh, talk to me about what a race, a, a, a run for this congressional seat looks like for you over these next few months. Good morning, Tony. Thank you for having me. Uh, before I answer your question, I really would like to thank everyone who voted for me yesterday for their trust and confidence uh, in my abilities to beat Andre Carson in November. Uh, I would like to thank my great team, uh, all of my friends and family that helped me reach those results. Uh, It's not going to be easy. This is an uphill battle. We knew that from the beginning. But everything that is happening in the 7th in the Marion County is pointing to a great possibility of our success. I think that Carson definitely abandoned the district. Uh, the policy, his policies, which are far, far left policies that he is supporting, uh, have not brought any prosperity uh, to the seventh. Uh, all it's doing uh, is increasing the crime, increasing prices for food and gas, uh, seventh is in a very bad shape when it comes to children's education. Uh, most of the schools are failing. Uh, people are fed up just like me, and I think uh, they're going to come out in November and vote for the candidate who will listen to people from the both sides of the aisle and just take their voices to Washington. Enough of this politics Uh, We just have to do what is best for the people. And I think that they have been forgotten. It's one one thing to say, Angela, it's one thing to say that that uh, Andre Carson hasn't done enough. Uh, But but what wins elections is the idea of what you're going to do, not what the other guy hasn't done. I I would argue that or at least that's what people want. So so what are your top three issues? What what does uh, Angela uh, Grabowski in Congress look like for Hoosiers in the seventh? Tony, this is not my top three issues. It's the top three issues of the district. It's the top three issues of all of the people I talked to in the last three months as we were getting ready for this primary election. Uh, Issue number one was crime. So Indianapolis is, at this point of time, uh, I think it's the second city in the amount of crimes in the United States. So People are afraid to get out on the streets. Uh, it is, in my opinion, it's both local and the federal uh, issue. 
And we have to do something in Congress uh, to change the, the trajectory of increasing crime. And I believe that education and economic opportunity could definitely bring the crime down. So the second issue for everybody is the rising inflation, 8.5%. I talked to the Democrats at the polls yesterday. There are a lot of them who can't afford to drive to work if they have the vehicles. There are a lot of them who have to ration food for their children because everything is so high. We need to balance the budget. We need to stop printing money the way that we've been printing it in the last couple of years in both parties. Uh, are guilty at that. We only spend $1 trillion when the financial crisis of 08-09 hit, and we already spent $6 trillion, and the budget that uh, Biden's administration is proposing is going to have $60 trillion more debt over the next 10 years. So I think people are beginning to realize that money don't grow on the trees, and the more we print, the higher inflation we're going to get. So... People who have savings are beginning to see that the savings are being eroded by this inflation. People see what markets are doing. We need stability, and uh, economic stability should be brought back to this country. We need free markets and uh, government out of our business. I think another issue is going to be an immigration and open borders. 13% of Marion County are Hispanics. Uh, and uh, we got a lot of Hispanic votes yesterday. We've been uh, reaching to the Hispanic community, and most of them are pro-closing the borders. So you've uh, got a series of subjects that you believe that the, the district is interested in. Talking to Angela Grabowski, she won the Republican primary in the 7th District, taking on Andre Carson in November. The border is on there. Inflation is, is on their economy uh, uh, being the, the larger subject uh, here. Um, as uh, goes uh, the press release after winning, uh, you, you are going to be in Israel for a week visiting uh, family. You obviously had that planned. And then you're right into the campaign. Campaigns cost dollars, Angela. And I am yeah. very well known for asking this question. Um, are you prepared financially to take on Andre Carson, and are you expecting help from the Indiana Republican Party? How much do you have in the bank uh, for the campaign to run this race? So uh, at the end of the first quarter, we had almost 160000 in uh, the bank, as you know. Uh, people uh, wanting to support a winner. So this morning, since 6 o'clock, I already had three very prominent uh, business people in Indianapolis reaching out, telling me that they would like uh, to have fundraisers for me. Uh, This this is big. Uh, We So far, we have uh, six fundraisers that are already uh, in the books. And uh, as you probably already know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. So I'm also supporting the race uh, personally. Uh, I'm going to try to make it a national race. This is not just an Indiana race. This is not just an Indiana seat. Uh, so I want everybody all around the United States to know that I am running and I'm willing to fight and we need their support. 
we need support from volunteers. We need financial support. It's not easy to beat Carson, who has a million dollars in the bank, and uh, Nancy Pelosi in his pocket. So, but uh, so far, uh, I'm very enthusiastic about both uh, the uh, support from the volunteers and the support that we've gotten so far financially. Angela Grabowski, I appreciate the time. Uh, she, uh, the website, I should say, Angela for AngelaForIndiana.com. Uh, I had the chance to speak to her earlier uh, today, and I wanted to share that with you. It's the idea that there are some real races. The 7th and the 1st can be real races, real competition. I like this. Now, the ninth is a little bit different because the ninth district, well, Erin Houchin uh, win, wins that, right? She, she wins that, that primary. She's got the, the most solid chance to, of course, win and become a, a member of Congress. Trey Hollingsworth decided not to run for re-election. He's clearly running for governor. And so now this is Erin's to lose. I don't know. It's just a, as a, a, a generalized matter how much money Democrats have to spend on that race in the ninth do they see that as as a winnable race i i, I don't know I, I would need some some insight to there uh but I, I, at least i know that democrats seem to want to fight in every place i just don't know if they have the money really to 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 do so you got to at least try and i i give the respect where it's due they certainly do try but with the seventh and the first the seventh right now is congressman andre carson and you know i'm not a fan the first is congressman frank mervan I know nothing about Frank Mervan. I have nothing bad to say about the man whatsoever. I could disagree with him about policy. I don't know the dude, right? I, I don't know the guy. But he's running against Jennifer Ruth Green. He's running against a black woman uh, Air Force veteran, Republican, in Lake County. Republicans can win this thing. They haven't won it. There hasn't been a Republican that has served since 1931. There hasn't been a Republican that's, that uh, has, has won it since 1928. So we're talking about nearly 100 years here and an opportunity to take a seat from Democrats. Jennifer Ruth Green has been um, uh, endorsed by Mike Pompeo, by Congressman Jim Banks. She's going to have money. And she beat out Blair Milo who is a, a, a Holcomb ally, which has got to hurt. It's, it's got to hurt Team Holcomb. It, it has to. Blair Milo, the former mayor of Laporte, I, I think she's got a future. But Jennifer Ruth Green has an opportunity here, and she's going to force the Democratic Party to spend money on the first district that they haven't had to concern themselves with for forever. That's really interesting. Angela Grabowski has the money all right she talked about some of the money there i know she's got her own dollars she didn't mention how much she's putting in on her own but she she can force andre carson to run a race and you heard it there and i think it is the it is the proper approach make that race national make that race a national race get people involved with it all the way around that's exactly exactly what you want to do 150 percent what you want to do you want people to say man i do not want andre carson in congress anymore
And 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 you would be right. You would be right. You don't want Andre Carson in Congress anymore. So here's an opportunity to have this woman who uh, is uh, from Soviet Ukraine. Uh, oh, you've got her running in the seventh. You got Representative Victoria Sparts in the fifth. Welcome to Ukraine, Indiana, people. There's a there's a story in there that's going to get picked up. People are going to move that story. And can you now force Andre Carson to spend money, therefore force the Democratic Party to spend money? This is exactly why you run candidates in all the damn races. It's not because you're going to win every race. It's because you force the other guy to have to defend their positions and their seats. And sometimes you get lucky. You always miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's Wayne Gretzky, by the way. That's Wayne Gretzky. Uh, It's a a great line. An absolutely fantastic line. It's true. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. You have to run the races to force the opposition to run the race as well and spend the money and, and spend the time and the effort. Make nothing easy. Inroads on inroads on inroads on inroads, and eventually victory is yours. And I don't know if this Republican Party knows how to fight at all. Last I spoke to them, nope. No, they do not. Maybe now that's changed. Maybe now they see some opportunity. Maybe now they should be more aggressive in identifying candidates and supporting candidates and pushing candidates. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Then again, it's the Republican Party of Indiana, so maybe not. I'm Tony Katz. Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. Everything's on the table. That's the statement from Governor Holcomb, as reported by Eric Berman, chief political correspondent at 93 WIBC. Everything's on the table. In terms of a possible special session to address the eventual SCOTUS abortion ruling, Holcomb says he'll need to see and review just what the court says. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. How we doing, everybody? Twitter, Tony Katz. Getter, Tony Katz. Rumble.com. Tony Katz. Yeah, you should follow me over there. Great things happening over at Rumble. I clearly don't understand the point of all this. Why in the world does there have to be a special session if the Supreme Court does indeed do what the leaked Alito decision shows and state that Roe v. Wade is no longer uh, valid because it usurps states' rights? Is the argument that we have to immediately get on the record as to whether or not Indiana believes uh, that there should be legalized abortion in the state? So I, I guess that, that leads to a question of what do we have right now, which of course is, is not legalized abortion, but certain levels of restrictions, and you've seen the state go down this road. It has to get handled that immediately. A special session has to be called, and we're going to rush into it. My argument is not one that favors a, a, a abortion. That, that's not it. And I, I am so sickened by the leak. 
so sickened by uh, the leak. If you missed my conversation with Senator Todd Young, uh, I'll share that with you coming up in a little bit. Oh, my goodness gracious. But the idea that we need a special session, we got to get this done immediately, I don't... I find myself a little bit on the outside saying, why in the world do we need to do this? Not that we're not going to have to answer the question. Not that we're not going to have to figure it out. But but rather, why in the world do we need to have some kind of special session so quickly? Now, don't get me wrong. There are some people in some very radical positions, like Congressman Andre Carson. Abortion bans are also really systemic discrimination, and in many cases, racism in action. He's just got to stop talking. He's so, he is so completely and totally ridiculous. He is. The man is completely and totally ridiculous. So full of it. He knows he's lying. It's embarrassing. It really, really is. The Republican appointed uh, justices, their draft opinion to overturn Roe v. Wade would go down really as an abomination, quite frankly. Uh, one of the worst and most damaging decisions in modern history. That's how many people feel about Roe v. Wade to begin with. That it was an absolute horrific decision. A terrible, awful, despicable decision not based in anything. There is no constitutional right to abortion. Ugh. Doesn't matter what he says, though. Doesn't matter. The question is, does this have to, does this have to happen? Do we have to have a special session? It's something I'm going to start looking into. Why Why is there a need for a special session? You can follow Eric Berman there on Twitter, WIBC underscore Eric Berman. And, uh, and you, can, you can follow that and maybe ask him that question. I'm going to get into that question with him. Do we need a special session right away? Does this have to be answered right away? Don't we want, don't we want to take our time? Don't we want to have a little bit of a focus and how we're going to address the situation so we do it once we do it right there's a fight there's a vote and it is done that's not me taking a weak position come at me bro if you think that's the case i am making sure that we don't have ourselves a disaster upon disaster of people moving too quickly we'll have more on this keep it right here guys i'm tony katz